0: Welcome to Fly, First Love Yourself. My name is Farheen, and I will be your host. Recently, I've been seeing an uproar of stories about abuse, sexual harassment, racial discrimination, and bullying on social media. No one deserves to go through such horrendous experiences, and it's unfortunate that as a result of the pandemic and social isolation, people have been left alone to be reminded of such experiences and go down a traumatic memory lane. I just want to tell anyone who may be feeling that way that you did nothing wrong and you deserve nothing less than utmost happiness. Now, I am no professional, but I thought that I would take this week's episode to talk about some self-care tips that I've gathered after talking to people who've been through unfortunate circumstances. I understand that the results from trying these coping mechanisms may be temporary and that self-care and self-love may not reverse traumatic situations from having occurred, but hopefully they can help some of you, even one of you, embark on your journey to healing, positivity, and love. I'd also like to note that before self-care and self-love, it is very important to surround yourself by a supportive community with people you feel both safe and comfortable around. People who will be ready to listen to you, validate your emotions, and empower you to take care of yourself. Also, sometimes, instead of trying out self-care activities, you'll want to just take time for yourself and release your emotions. There's nothing wrong with spending a day or two in bed and letting your emotions pour out from within you. This is much better than bottling everything inside and at times might even help you feel better than how some of the tips I'll be listing later will make you feel. I will then end off this episode with a link to my website where I will list some resources for professional help for those of you who feel that you would better benefit from something like that. Now before I start listing some strategies and ideas, I just want to remind everyone that indulging in self-love and self-care is not selfish. It is healthy, self-respective, restorative, and preventative against emotional instability, burnout, and more. I understand that after weeks, months, or even years of feeling worthless, shameful, hurt, or as if you're to be blamed, deep in thoughts of self-neglect self-hate or self-harm it might feel abnormal or even wrong to partake in self-care activities but remember that this is about your journey to wherever it is that you'd like to be some journeys start off difficult and slow and that's okay it's meant to be an experience of growth stick to a pace that feels comfortable for you and be open to trying new things Now I've decided to divide the tips into three sections, low impact, medium impact, and high impact. That way, depending on how you're feeling, the energy you have to expend, the time you have, or your interests, you can try out a variety of techniques to best suit your needs. Some of these techniques may not work for you or might even be triggering. And I understand that that can be both hard and frustrating, therefore, I advise you to use your own discretion and hopefully the goal of feeling good or better upon completion of the activities may help with some motivation. So for some low-impact activities, taking a 10-15 to minute break from what you're doing, whether it be work, household chores, scrolling through social media, whatever, it could help to just close your eyes, focus on your breathing, and even follow through some guided meditation. This could potentially help distract you from overwhelming thoughts or feelings, and help come to a cool. Another great distractor could be binge-watching videos, shows, and movies on YouTube, Netflix, Amazon, Crunchyroll, or whatever platform you prefer, or even just rewatching reruns of some of your favorite sports games. Sometimes forgetting about your own world and becoming invested in a fictitious world and its characters, or forgetting about your own challenges and watching your favorite athletes defeat their own challenges can help out with distraction, inspiration, and motivation. Some people also feel that music helps them a lot. Others have found that naps really help them. With lots of late nights and active thoughts, rest is something many victims don't get. You deserve some time off from all the tension and worries to just recharge. Spending time with pets, deleting apps that drain your energy, focus, and time, and reaching out to a safe friend or family member are other techniques that people have found to work for them. Now for some medium impact activities, similar to binge-watching shows or movies, reading is a great distractor as well. Washing your face, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, and changing into new clothes could also just help you feel refreshed. If you'd like, taking a bath could also promote similar feelings while creating a calm environment. Why not add some oils and bath bombs into the mixture? Eating your favorite food could also be nice to treat yourself. Good food is always great for cheering up. Writing a letter for self-forgiveness is also a wonderful strategy. Actually, once in a mentoring group I was a part of, I was asked to write a letter to a friend who was going through a tough time. I wrote a long, meaningful letter in hopes of cheering up a friend, but at the end of the session I was told that the letter I wrote was actually meant to be for myself. And to be honest, we're always so much nicer to other people before we are to ourselves and writing letters to ourselves time to time to just reflect on how much we've grown, how proud we are of ourselves for how far we've come or to just encourage ourselves can go a long way. Another thing that might also help is decluttering and cleaning your house or room. Sometimes, decluttering and cleaning things in your physical environment can make you feel like you're getting rid of at least something you don't want. Other techniques friends have tried have been going on long drives or walks, playing a sport or dancing, and playing games. Finally, for some high-impact activities, a week- or month-long social media detox can do wonders. It really provides you the time to focus on yourself your interests, and your hobbies while letting the world do its own thing. This might even be a good time to take up a new hobby or join workshops or classes to learn a new skill. This also provides you with the opportunity to meet new people while trying something new. Journaling, whether it be on a notebook, on the computer, on your phone, a scrap piece of paper you'll just throw away after, whatever it is, to just get all emotions out of your head and into writing form could also really help express your thoughts and feelings. Planning a mini vacation or getaway alone or with your friends could also help recharge and bring new experiences and memories into your life. Volunteering for a cause you're super passionate about, whether it be at a homeless shelter, a food bank, with a tutoring service, a charity, whatever it is, can also help you feel fulfilling and like you have a purpose to do something great and help others. For some people, a sense of spirituality also helps as it connects them to their true self, helps with self-reflection, and provides clarity and comfort. And that will be all the tips from me for today. I hope you found some inspiration for things you can try to seek out some sort of positivity, comfort, and relief. Once again, I want to remind you all that you didn't do anything wrong and that you deserve all the good in the world. For those of you who are interested in professional help, please check out firstloveyourselfpodcasts.weebly.com where I've posted some wonderful resources and please let me know if you try out any of the self-care tips I mentioned today. I'm wishing you all the best, and I hope that you're all safe and healthy and can't wait to bring you more episodes. Take care!